meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 37, Your Relationship with Time. And I want to spend a couple of episodes talking about time because whenever I'm helping a client, the number one thing I hear is I don't have any time. I don't have any time to whatever it is they're going after, whether it's trying to have an organized house, it's trying to have more time with their kids, it's trying to work out. It's trying to have more time with their spouse. Whatever it is, that's the biggest block that I hear from clients. And so we try to really break it down and create a life by design. The first time I ever heard that saying, life by design, I was so confused about it because I had lived my life so long on default that I felt like I was a hamster on a wheel and it was rinse, repeat every single day. And every day was Groundhog's Day. And I didn't understand that you could create a life by design, that you could create time and have pockets to do the things that you wanted to do and do the things that you didn't want to do, but you wanted the result of what you wanted. So a lot of times we want an organized house, but we don't want to empty the dishwasher or we want to feel comfortable in our own skin, but we don't want to do the workout. And so what I really help clients see is not so much what you're doing in the right now but more the delayed gratification of what is coming. Because if you can get your mind wrapped around the delayed gratification, whether it's building a business, more connection with your kids, an organized home, a lighter energy of relationship between you and your spouse, when you can think of the delayed gratification of what's going to come later, it's a lot easier to do the thing that you don't want to do now. Because the primitive part of the brain like we, like we always talk about, likes to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be efficient. So it doesn't want to be a go-getter, that lower part of the brain. But the prefrontal cortex wants all the things. It wants the organized home. It wants a good relationship with their kids. It wants to be a wonderful wife and have more fun. So there's really this huge gap between what we want and what we have. And so when we can align and figure out the want, do, get, you want something, you do something, you get something. When you can let your brain know that you just have to be patient, brain, it's going to be okay. It's coming. I promise. And one thing that's really helped me kind of not be so overwhelmed in my life is the model, of course. And also there's something called the OOLA life. O-O-L-A. And you can actually go to their website, oolalife.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. And you can take a test about finding the balance in your life with all the things. Because everybody wants all the things. It's just sometimes our brain 
likes to indulge in overwhelm and confusion, and then it just spins and spins and spins. It's almost like your washing machine that's caught on the spin cycle, and it never actually gets to enjoy the clean clothes. And it breaks it down into seven different areas, and they all start with F. So it's very easy to remember. And the seven Fs are fitness, finance, family, faith, friends, fun, and field, meaning your career. And so when you look at these different areas, you take a quiz on how you would rate your fulfillment in those different areas. And then the one that gets the lowest score, I want you to go all in on that area. And here's why. Because a lot of times people say, well, I'm going to try to lose the 25 pounds, but I don't want to neglect my family in the meantime. When you go all in on something, whether it's your finances or fitness or family or your field or faith or friends or fun, it's not at the expense of the other six. The other six will level up as well because what you learn is the meta skill in one area that will ripple over into all the other areas. You will find when you go all in on one area and you keep promises to yourself and you make the commitment, you're creating the discipline that's going to help you in all the other areas. A lot of times we want to think that it's us against the time. If we just had more time, how many times have you said that to yourself? I know I say that to myself, but you can't fix time problems with more time. There's never going to be more time in the day. There's people out there that have a very successful life balancing all the seven Fs, and they have the same amount of time. So how is that? Are they unicorns? No, it's their relationship with time. I want you to think of your relationship with time almost like a friend or like a spouse or a relationship with your sister or with your brother or a relationship with your child. When you think of your relationship with time, it has energy because if you put time, 24 hours a day, in the C line, we all can agree. Remember the model, C-T-F-A-R. Circumstances drive your thoughts, which drive your feelings, which drive your actions, which drive your results. So let's put time in the T line. Let's put 24 hours. That's even more detailed. Remember, we you, most people work eight hours and they sleep eight hours. So that means there's eight extra hours in every day. What are we doing with those hours? So you want to think about your relationship with time just like you would a relationship with a friend. So put 24 hours in the C line. What my goal is for you is to have control over your time instead of your time controlling you. I spent so many years with my time controlling me, and I finally learned how to control my time and create discipline and commitments and confidence with time and actually fall in love with time because you can't fix time problems with more time. If you were given another extra two hours a day, it's just like if you're living in a house that's 500 square feet and you're busting at the seams and you move into a house that's 1,500 square feet, you're probably going to have a lot of space, but over time, the brain will fill out those closets and fill out those drawers until eventually you'll say, huh, 
I think we need a bigger house. We're outgrowing this house. And that's just what happens when you give someone, if they're in debt and you give them money, you can't fix money problems with more money. You can't fix time with more time. So I want you to think about 24 hours in the day and what are the thoughts you have about time, just like you would with a relationship. If you're always saying, I'm so busy, it's just the way I am, I'm so crazy busy, there's so much going on. Because sometimes we equate long hours with almost like a trophy, like people who stay late at work or burn the candle at both ends. And if your relationship with time is always coming from lack, there's not enough of it. I wish I had more. Time is money. All of these thoughts drive the feeling of overwhelm, lack, not enoughness, which will drive your actions to live in a very scurried, frenetic pace. I only know this because I live this life, which your result will be there's not enough time because your result always proves the thought. So what I encourage clients to do is focus on the T line of the model. Because if you have a relationship with someone and you're always telling them you're not enough, there's just not enough of you, I wish you would do more, you're probably going to discover that there's walls built up in that relationship. So if you're saying all these things to a friend, you're probably not going to inspire the friend to show up more. The friend's probably going to tell you to pound sand, maybe not directly, but if you're always critical of your spouse or of your kids or of your friend or of yourself or of your sister, you create this distance and this bitterness between you and the other person. And that's how walls are created. Because you're always telling the friend, spouse, child, You're not enough. So when you tell time, like it's another person, when you tell time there's never enough, then you will only find evidence for that and there will never be enough. So when you look at time as a relationship and think about your thinking about time and and don't come from lack, you don't want to come from floss like we talked about in a previous episode, fear, lack, overwhelm, stress sleeplessness. There's not enough time for sleep. You're going to create this unnecessary stress in the scurried, harried energy, and you're only going to attract more lack. But when you come from it with happiness and abundance and confidence and kindness towards time, you'll be shocked at how much extra time that you have. Because when you give yourself time to do something, you will do something within that time. You'll become much more efficient and then you'll create this positive loop on all the things with time. And then time, you won't see as the enemy. You will see as something that you love because you wanna blow your own mind. You wanna create a relationship with yourself. Time is just a mental construct. So what we do with time is completely neutral. And it's different for all the people. The only difference between someone that you see as super efficient and if you're just kind of chasing your tail all the time, the only difference is not in their A line. It's in their T line. Because so many people try to find the perfect planner or the perfect system. If your thoughts are coming from lack about time in general, then anything you do in the A line will just be a Band-Aid. 
Because the answer is not outside of you. That's the best news I have for you. The answer is not outside of you. And you can always tell that time is very neutral. Because if you look at someone who's waiting in line to get through customs, time goes so slow. Let's say you're in line for 30 minutes. But then if you're watching your favorite show, or you're watching your kid in a show, or you're watching a movie, 30 minutes just flies by. It's always our thoughts about time. So a lot of times we try to spend our time in the A-line. I spent so much time in my A-line of trying to figure out the system that would work. But I was always coming from lack and overwhelm and stress. And that doesn't work. The way you think about time is how you're going to think about everything. And it's going to drive your feelings, which is going to drive your actions, which is going to drive your results. And I think I've talked about this in the podcast before, that multitasking is sometimes looked as like a badge of honor, like crazy busy. And I want to get away from that multitasking. There's no such thing. The brain cannot go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that going back and forth is why sometimes if you have too many windows open in your computer, you will get the rainbow wheel because the brain gets overwhelmed and it slows down when you try to multitask, just like your computer. If I open a bunch of different tabs on my computer, it will be too much for the computer at once and I'll get the rainbow wheel. Or if you're on your phone and you try to go too fast, you'll f- your phone will lock up or the app will crash. The brain works the same way. Multitasking is a myth. And I figured this out and I had a lightning bolt moment when I was at a Shaleen Johnson event. And she said, multitasking is a myth. And I used to be the queen of multitasking. It was something that I would brag about because I was so good at it. So I thought, but I never put it together way that why that is why I was so exhausted at the end of the day because I was multitasking all day and I was never going all in on anything. I was kind of dabbling in all the different areas. And so I would get at the end of the day and feel like, I feel like I did so much, but I actually did nothing. She had us do this exercise where we wrote the words, multitasking is a myth. And we had to time ourselves how long it took us to write that. So writing out the words, multitasking is a myth, took me about 12 to 15 seconds. Took the average. We were supposed to write, raise our hand when we finished. And so we raised our hand when we finished. It was an average of 12 to 15 seconds to write that. Then we were supposed to do multitasking as a myth at the same time writing the numbers 1 through 50. So we would alternate between the two. We would do M for multitasking, then 1, then U, then 2, then L, then 3, then T, then 4. And we would do that and see how long that that took us. It took us 10 times as long. And it was actually very frustrating. My brain was starting to get angry. And even just now when I was trying to say that out loud, I didn't have it in front of me. I was getting very frustrated because I couldn't remember what letter I was on. So not only is it slower, it's also going to create more stress in your life. So when you create this massive action in your ULA life on the area, once you get that ball rolling and you get some momentum, it's almost like you're at the circus and you've got a bunch of plates all spinning at the same time. And the one that has the lowest score, you're going to spend your time getting that spinning plate off the ground while the other plates are always spinning. When you get that spinning plate, you'll realize you'll have momentum in other areas because you're keeping promises to yourself just like you would to a friend. So you know that I release a new podcast episode every Wednesday. So I have so many of you that reach out to me 
on Tuesday. I can't wait to see what the episode's about tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, you're looking for it in your app or if I do a post about it or in my stories. You know that you can trust me that every Wednesday in the morning, a new episode will be released. One week, it was about 20 weeks in, my credit card got declined on one of my podcasting sites. And so it didn't post on time the episode that it was supposed to release because I had to change of credit cards. And I had so many people reaching out to me saying, what happened? Where's your podcast? And that is because I have built trust with you that every Wednesday you can count on me that it will always happen from now until I'm 99. That creates a relationship between me and you and you and this podcast. And I want you to have that same type of relationship with yourself. Just like if we were to meet every Tuesday at Ruby Tuesdays at 11, you would trust me every Tuesday at 11, I will be at Ruby Tuesdays. Now, if you start not showing up or you start running late or you start calling me before the kids are sick, then I'm stark, I'm going to stop trusting you as much. It's not that I'm going to lose all the trust. It's just you take a couple marbles out of the trust jar. And then if it becomes a pattern, then trust is lost, not in you as a human, that you're not just going to show up at 11 on Ruby tu- at Ruby Tuesday. So we would stop meeting. And I want you to have that same type of relationship with time that when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do something. You're actually going to do it just like you would show up for a best friend, show up for me, show up for your boss. When you're your own boss in your own life, then you create that relationship that's outside of you and you're not looking for the perfect planner or the perfect steps on how to keep your word to yourself. You know that your word is golden and what you say will happen. I'm going to teach you how to plan your time so your time doesn't plan you. I'm going to teach you how to be proactive with your time and not so reactive. I'm going to teach you how to do the things that you say you're going to do and keep those promises to yourself. But I can't teach that to you unless you change your T about your C. And what does that mean? Unless you change your thoughts about time, whatever I tell you in the A line won't work. So I want you to go through this next week and think about all the times you talk about time to yourself and to your neighbors and to your friends and to society and hear how much society talks about time, that there's never enough. When it's Valentine's Day, they're putting St. Patrick's Day stuff in Joanne's. You will see it and you'll be able to see it for what it's worth and then see it as all as neutral and question everything. Remember, thoughts are just sentences in your mind. It doesn't mean that they're factual and don't believe everything that you think. But this next week, before we get into the nitty gritty of the A-line, I want you to think about your thinking about time and just question it. Because a lot of people like to hold on to their extra busy and crazy busy like it's a badge of honor, like it's a trophy, like it's something to show off about. When they're burnt out and stressed and filled and riddled with anxiety, I just want you to question it. Just let go of the trophy just a little bit and see where those thoughts come from. And just question it. What if I'm wrong? And you'll see your brain come up and say, nope, I have 15 kids. I have 17 jobs. I have a house to manage. I have all these things. Kelly, you have no idea. See how whenever a defensive energy comes up when someone asks you to question something, 
that's your growth. That's your opportunity to grow. So just drop the weapons. Time is not the villain. You are not a victim of time. But see how much resistance comes up when you have to put down the guns, when you have to see time as not being the villain. Because whenever there's a villain in a story, that means that you're the victim. And when you are playing out the victim story, it is a lose-lose. And that's how Groundhog's Day happens. That's how the feeling of rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. You're on that hamster wheel. So just for the next week, I'm not taking your trophy away. I'm just saying, what if you're not as busy as you might think? Or what if life isn't crazy busy? Or what if this isn't a crazy week? Just question it and hear how often you say it to yourself because it only will reinforce it even more. Wherever your focus goes, your energy flows. So just think about it and just think about your thinking over this next week. And I'll talk to you next week of how to execute an amazing time management program where you will be in control of your time instead of your time controlling you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was. What was that lightning bolt resonating moment while you were listening? I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.